ladies and gentlemen, settle down. It's Malcolm Brand. Let's have a podcast. And hello and welcome uh, to week two. Uh, you must notice that I've shortened down the theme tune this week because we've had it's a, lot- a joke. You're an absolute joke. No, don't, Brad. Uh, my name is Mark Grayston. This is my brother, Brad Grayston. Uh, he's a little bit upset because he wrote the theme tune. Uh, wrote, produced, and directed. It's the only thing you've ever done that's that's worth worthwhile. We, there's a bit. There's been a lot of feedback um, about it, and that's great. But this week, I've chosen to use the short version because that's what I wanted in the fucking first place. Well, no, I mean, you, you say about feedback, okay, right? I've just, I mean, <laughs> strangely enough, I've got it pulled up on my phone here, right? Kerry from Edinburgh, fantastic theme song, Brad, keep going. John, Arkansas, can I please get my uh, pills back? No, that's, ignore that one, right? Martin, Basildon, really good, great, fantastic. Theme tune rocks, keep going. I mean, these are all different messages, that have been sent around the world all saying to me that, you know, thank you for doing what I've done. And I, you know, I feel, I feel a little bit blessed. You are definitely touched. I don't know about blessed. I've had some messages as well, actually. Uh, I've got one here and genuinely does say the theme tune's really good. Well done. So, and I agree. It's just not what I asked for. And thanks, 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 man. And yeah, that, that is from your, your mum. And the second one says, why is Brad such a disappointment to his parents? Um, thanks, Dad. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, you been? You good? Yeah, I mean, oh, God, it's been a week, hasn't it, eh? I mean, it feels like seven days. That's a week. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's been long. I mean, to be honest with you, it's obviously the same four walls over and over again. But, you know, you just yeah, keep... Rooms. Second, you can go into different rooms. Oh, is that what it is? Right. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I mean, no, I mean, I've set up a little office in the cupboard under my stairs. I'm like a little Harry Potter. Um, so you know, when I'm when I'm speaking to people, they're like, "Oh, you know, I am stuck at home, but I've got a lovely view of my garden, lovely sunny weather, and I'm on the other side of the phone, like, yeah, no, great little view I've got here, and I'm literally staring at a bogey stuck on the wall. So it's it's quite awkward." How about yourself? Yeah, we um, it works. Work's been really busy, uh, which hasn't helped because uh, you know, and it, it's very unlikely that anyone from work will ever ever fucking listen to this. But what I'd really like to do is be sitting here with my work laptop every now and then, clicking the return key, but actually just watching Brooklyn Nine Nine on the on the other screen. But unfortunately, it's, it's actually been really really busy. So, uh, I, I mean, I have to admit, I don't actually, and this is a bit charter from friends but i don't actually understand or comprehend what you do um i take large numbers i transmute them and then <laughs> tangents. oh pepper pig at its finest um <laughs> so magic yeah i always i always use that as, as what i do for a job when everyone asks and no one knows that that's pepper pig apart from you although it's not actually pepper pig that is actually like a scientific calculus thing it's just they used it in Peppa Pig um I I am responsible for the servicing of pension clients for the ongoing tracking of liability benchmarks so the two words I got from that was servicing and clients yeah I work in client service so why don't you just say I work in client service 
because there, there are different types of client service, right? And, uh, and uh, this is going to be the boring bit of, of this podcast, right? So four minutes in, feel, I know, feel free to just jump off if you're bored already. But there are different types of... What, a cliff or...? No, not a cliff. I mean, you can't leave your house at the moment, so maybe maybe the kitchen top. Um, but there are different types of client service. Like there's there's client service where, which is what I started off at, you know, 15 years ago when I first started work in in London or whatever, is where I pick up the phone and go, yeah, hello, yeah, all right, thanks, bye, and put the phone down because you're working in the call center. And that, that, no, it seems, no, it seems like I've just rang up the E. That's quite strange. Yeah, no, I know. It, it reminded me of when I used to ring up EE and only to be told, yeah, no, the person in store lied to you, um, which, which was normally you, you motherfucker. Yeah, but so, a good, good say out of it, you know what I mean? The best one was <laughs> you rinsed every one of your family members with insurance. Um, <laughs> uh, ABC, Mark, ABC. Yeah, ABC. If, you, if only you knew the rest of the alphabet, you'd get a decent job. Yeah. <laughs> No, so you're going back to client service. So you start, you know, you've got, you've got cheapo client service that starts in call centers, and that's how most of us start. And then you end up getting into institutional client services where you're, you're dealing with clients who have got loads and loads of money. So not, not in retail. So I'm not dealing with people. I'm dealing with companies. Um, so, But particularly I'm, I'm looking at pensions and pension deficits, uh, and that's about as boring as I want to get on that one. So can we can we please move on because I'm literally losing the will to live here. Well, I I you know I I'll make a small bet with you that now I've started talking about pension deficits, the amount of subscribers is going to go up. Well, you know may, maybe I don't think so. Um, I think our wonderful I don't even know how many people have subscribed actually. Uh, we've got about twenty five people listening to the first one. Twenty five. I don't even know twenty five people. No, nah, no. Nah. But then, obviously, that doesn't tell the whole story because some of them could be couples having weird sex. <laughs> inside joke. Inside, inside joke. Let's just leave it there. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, oh, I almost choked. There. Um, what have you got in your mouth? <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, working from home is difficult for everyone. We, we, we've done that bit. Now, obviously. Each week, we're hoping to do a little bit of a different theme on this. And, and we, we were talking just before we hit record about what theme we're going to do, and whether we have an overarching theme, because we, we've got a limited amount of time, not not on today's podcast, but on every podcast, because we, we've only got a standard account at the moment. And unless it blows up, we have to start paying for it, so we'll get there when, when it comes through. Mm. But about what the theme's going to be, and every single topic that we brought up, every single one that you suggested every single one that people have said oh you should talk about this on your podcast because there have been a couple couple of comments online which is lovely every single one of them is about how much of a fucking idiot you are um and how you basically are the most embarrassing thing in my life so that it isn't just a theme for this podcast it's it's basically the theme of every single podcast that we're going to do going forwards so with um, that um, I, I, wanna, I mean i mean First things first, I mean, we spoke about doing a cowboy theme, and now you've just thrown that at me. I mean, honestly, words hurt, Mark. No one said cowboy theme. You said, can I wear assless chaps? And I said, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm fucking, I'm sitting here in my, in my bedroom with assless chaps on, thinking we're going to do a cowboy theme. I feel like I'm right dick now, don't I? You are a right dick, and secondly, that's nothing to do with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. That's just a, a side thing. 
so I wanted to do I wanted to do a couple of stories because I know I know there are times that I've embarrassed you and and, and, I've, and I've upset you, but that, you know there are a couple of stories that I think we earmarked for for these podcasts, and I want to start uh, I want to start with a story that we very briefly talked about last time, which is the KFC story. <laughs> so back back if you go, me me and Brad. Uh, our brothers, as many of people are aware, and and if you go back, uh, how old am I now? I'm, I'm 35 tomorrow, right? So this is being recorded on the ninth. So it's my birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday to me, um, wanker! I know I'm a wanker, but if you go back re- when we were really, really little, like because our mum is <laughs> a bit fucking mental, she used to dress us in the same clothes, even though we're different fucking ages. So we used to look like twins, right? I mean, I mean, like the twins from from Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, but still twins nonetheless. And uh, so we um, were. What? You're okay, the, no, no, fine, carry on. Yeah. You're the crap. That's, that's the, yeah, I got I got that message. Cheers, thanks. Um, but so we've always been really, really close. Um, and when we were younger, we we grew up together, and, and you know, it sounds really lame, but we used to hang out with each other as well. And, and when we actually learned to drive, <laughs> it's sorry. I've been watching a lot of Frasier lately, and it just reminds me that story of Frasier and Niles is me and you. And it's just... Yeah, without a doubt, but you're nowhere near as intelligent as either one of them two. Um, uh, I think I am. Okay. We, we we have a quiz on Saturday, might I add, and I know for a fact I'm going to race it. The only question you're going to get right is what is your name? And even that's a fucking stretch. So let's not take the piss. No, no, look, there's two reasons why I want to go on the chase. Okay. One, because I actually think I could do well and beat the chaser. Yeah. Two, Jenny Ryan. Yeah, I I completely forgot that you really, really fancy that Jenny Ryan bird from the chase. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Is it about she wears Dame Edna Beveridge's glasses? <laughs> no, it's, it's. I just want to be on my bed wearing arseless chaps and suddenly the door opens, load of steam, a silhouette of this obviously chunky woman coming through and then you just hear the theme tune of dun, 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 dun. And I'm thinking, oh, geez, what's going to happen? I, I, I think I've got issues, mate. I really do. You, de- you, you haven't got issues, mate. You've, you've got so many issues. You've got a whole fucking subscription. That's, <laughs> that's your thing. The, no, the only, I mean, to be fair, I'm, I'm, and yeah, there is a family quiz this weekend. I'm looking forward to it because the, the only questions that you usually know the answer to are, do you want to go large? Uh, and that brings me back to, to the KFC story. So Very we, good. Very good. Very good. It's not my first time. It's not my first time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we were hanging out. Once we learned to drive, basically the big thing for us wasn't like some young people going to hang out and, and sitting in our car with the hood open going, <laughs> look at my base. Who gives a fuck about your base, you twats? But, no, we, we genuinely... We, we used to do karate, uh, 7 o'clock till 8, you know, me and you teaching the kids' classes, and then we'd zoom over to McDonald's and get, and get a McDonald's or get a KFC or whatever it was. And this particular instance, it was a while ago. But I, I, and you, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was a WrestleMania weekend. So we, we, we were hanging out together. We were going to watch WrestleMania in the evening. Obviously, it starts at like one o'clock in the morning. Uh, and in the evening, you was like, oh, man, I've got to have a KFC. Because only KFC can, can satisfy uh, the, the, the meals that you like to have, which is in bucket form. So, oh, 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 very funny. Oh, yeah. So... 
we, we <laughs> and if I remember, <laughs> so you drove and we went to KFC and we drove for the drive through and it was the one um where, where is it? It's not called Pipsy or was it called Bread? The, the is it the Mayflower? Was it, not, was it was it not the Pipsy one? No, it wasn't the Pipsy one. It was the one at Mayflower. Um, it might have even been the case that the Pipsy one wasn't open yet. Um, so we went to Mayflower and we got there and I oh it was the yeah the it was yeah spoiler alert I'm not a huge fan of chicken on the bone right I love it but I'm not a huge fan. so I always have like a burger and maybe like a popcorn chicken and some different sides and Brad is all Brad's order is like oh no I love eight peas and then another eight peas so you know then, but, then, listen when the, when the chips are down mate you go all in that's that's what I'm saying. When the chips are down, you'll pick them up and still eat them, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me all that. Um, so we drove up to the, and it was, it, it used to be, I mean, it's a bit different maybe now, but you used to have to drive up to the little fucking, oh, hello, can't take your order, please? <laughs> little fucking machine thing. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I'm sitting in, the, in, the, in the, the passenger seat, you're sitting in the driver's seat, and you've done your first bit, and I've done my second bit. And you've realised that you've wanted some more. And they've gone, oh, thank you, drive around. And you go, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, look, it, it, the reason why this story is so funny is because the, you know, I think I don't think you've, you've, you've gone into depth how shit the actual microphone was. It literally was, and I'm like, oh, hello, can I? And I've ordered fucking numb nuts here. Oh, can I order a three piece, five piece? Can I order a five piece select or whatever the fuck you eat? Pop pull this, pop pull that. Yeah. What's wrong with I don't know, mate, what are you saying? Yeah, what, what drink do you want? Yeah, all right, Pepsi or something. And then it comes to me. Yeah, can I have a three-piece chicken meal, beans, coleslaw? Oh, and I'm like, you know, fuck, mate, mate. And the embarrassing part was that he's obviously told us to drive through. I've had to drive to the next window after ordering all this food to then say... <laughs> I'm really sorry. I wasn't finished with my order. Can I please have some more? I feel like Oliver driving up to the window. Please, sir. Well, yeah, Oliver, but if there was a modern version of it where two fat bastards drive around the metro. (laughs) Very very true. I mean, maybe this could just very quickly, I haven't actually told you about that I was going to bring this story up, but obviously you talk about me driving quite a lot. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you you do drive. Um, uh, and, and it, well, I mean, it's it's quite a, a you know a safe to say, Mark, that it it didn't take you just one time to pass your test. Um, you know, you you I believe failed four times with a male instructor. But what happened on the fifth? Oh right, yeah. So um, I, if, if if any of you know me and you're listening to this. You might not know. You might know me through Brad or whatever. I'm, 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 I'm an all right driver now. <laughs> no, I'm an all right driver now, but it took me a long time to get there. I don't, I don't enjoy cars. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a typical man, and that, that goes in many, many ways. Yes. But I don't enjoy. I'm not the sort of person who'd sit and watch an episode of Top Gear. I'd literally, I'd sooner yank out my pubes with 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 a knife. Right? It, I, can't, I can't stand it, and I don't, I don't get a thrill out of cars. The best thing about my car, that it's not even mine, it's my wife's, but the best thing about the car that we drive at the moment is is it's got Apple Apple Play in it, right? And you can, I can plug my phone into it. That's the only thing about my car that I like, the, the sound system. I don't like driving. I don't like going on journeys. I don't like going for a drive. I don't like any of that. 
and I, even as a kid, I never read that. So when I, when it came to necessity of having to learn how to drive, on one hand, I couldn't give a fuck about learning how to drive. And on the other hand, McDonald's drive through was so far away. So I had to bring those two things together uh, by learning how to drive. And, and absolutely, the first time I went for my test, I, just, I wasn't ready whatsoever. And I think even from listening to young people now, there's a lot of them who are like, oh, you've done 10 lessons and now you can go for your test. Like I think my son Ryan did, he did like three lessons or something and then suddenly he was able to drive a car. I've done like 35 lessons with Carl, the Indian megastar who used to teach me from AA. And I hadn't got, I didn't even know how to do a fucking reverse. Like I, I, didn't, I didn't have a clue. So the first one I failed just because I was shit. The second one I failed because I was shit. On, it was only on the third one. Uh, when I got when I got to the third one, I was I was quite confident about it, but it was it was heavy snow and uh, the, the conditions were really icy and whatnot. And, and basically, I just I made a load of mistakes and I, I was rubbish on the day. On time number four, and I'm thinking this is you know third time lucky didn't work. Fourth time lucky's got to be a thing. On the, on the fourth time, uh, I and I thought I'd, I'd scored extra points because the guy was so happy with me, he had to take the wheel. Um, the, <laughs> I was in craze and I almost crashed into a car. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you've ever actually done it where you're driving on your driving test and the, the guy is writing out his own will next to you because he's, he's absolutely so scared. Yeah, I know. He, um, I remember a short little bloke, bald bloke with a little moustache. He looked like Uncle Ben. And uh, he... Yeah, I remember it because obviously I'm on I'm on the, the left hand side, right driving around in the car, and I'm sorry, the right hand side. And he pulls over and grabs the wheel and pulls me over into the other lane. And, and, it, and I remember and I remember saying to him, "Yeah, but apart from that, did I do all right?" And he went, "No." <laughs> you, you oh fell. wow. Yeah, he was like, "He fell." On the fifth time, so the previous four times, I had old short blokes and really crusty looking dudes. And on the fifth go, I have to confess. She was quite a nice looking girl, right? And she was she was all right. So when she stepped around the corner with her clipboard, I was like, "Way!" Uh, and we got in the car, and uh, and I was a bit nervous anyway because this is my fifth time, and already I've let my, my I've let myself down, I've I've let I've let mankind down, I've let, I've let my family down, uh, I've let my tires down, which almost ruined the first bit. Um, well, you, you let the Undertaker down if you let mankind down. Ah! Don't make fucking jokes. They're awful. Um, so as I got in the car, um, she she you know she's like, okay, have a look over there, and can you see what that that uh, that says? And at the time, my eyes weren't that bad, so I was like, yeah, H E fifty three X Y Z, and did it straight away. Uh, and then she opened the bonnet and was like, well, what does this do? And I was like, that's an engine. And I was like, yeah, awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then she gives it, what does that light mean? And I was like, I haven't got a clue. Uh, and as it turns out, it meant I got a minor because that handbrake was on. Uh, as I drove off but <laughs> so we did we did all that bit and then I drove around for a while and it was like that one-way system over in Grays and Orsett and whatnot uh, where, where mum and dad used to live it was all, all around that sort of area and uh, and I was doing quite all right and then I did my reverse around the corner and I did it okay and I did my three-point turn I did fine and then you got to the bit where you have to kind of that awkward bit where you just do like a little drive back to the test center Mm. Got to that bit, and I'm like, do 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 do, you know, uh, just, and she she's like, so, you know, uh, like, you know she's all filling notes, and I, I remember saying, I I I, cut, I, cut, I broke the ice. I was like, so, what are you up to tonight? Which is, you know, it sounded like I was chatting her up, but there's no there's no way around it. Like, well, you, you was, you was. 
you're, no, so de- you're so desperate. You've got to number five, which I think as as that point, no Grace and Mal actually have a went to number five. You went to number five. You're desperate. You're on the way back. You're thinking, right, I don't know how this has gone. I need to try my luck. What are you doing tonight, babe? And and that's exactly what you've done. I know it. You just won't admit it. It's not that. It's not that at all. But the, the concern was, obviously, if I did start chatting her up, you know, you, you know, especially when I was younger, I know what I'm like. I'd get flustered. I'd probably get an erection. I'd put myself into second gear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I said to her, all right, what, what are you up to tonight? And she was like, oh, oh I'm up to nothing. You know, I, what, what, what do you get up to in your spare time? And I, you know, I just mumbled. I was like, oh, every now and then I teach karate. Every now and then I, you know, I like watching TV and I like doing this. And every now and then I fall apart and I started singing. But the the thing was, I, I'd, I'd forgotten myself so much. By the time we got back, uh, she said, I'm, Mr. Grayson, I'm really pleased to announce that you've you've passed your, your driving test. And I remember saying at the time, are you joking me? Are you fucking joking me? And she went, well, I can always take it back if you want. And I was like, no, 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 you're good, you're good. And uh, and uh, so you, they give you the little certificate there and then, then they assign it and give yeah. you the certificate. And uh, and uh, I remember being thrilled because five time, five time, five time, five time, five times is a long, a long time to have to wait to pass your test. And I remember getting out of the car and I kind of hid the certificate behind my back because Carl, as I mentioned, the Indian megastar who used to work for AA, he was useless. He was the worst driving instructor you could ever possibly have. But I was so I was so uh, loyal to him, even though he was useless. I was I, I couldn't I couldn't bear to let him go. Um, and I walked up to him and he, he said, "Don't I don't want to do the Indian accent, but I kind of have to." He's like, "Do not worry, Mr. Griston. I will drive you home. Do not be disappointed. There is always time number six. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! I passed." And he went, "Well," <laughs> and then. And this is the bit that does me. He went, well, congratulations, you've passed. He went, but I'm still driving home. <laughs> he didn't even let me drive the car home. And I think, but if I remember correctly, maybe that was something to do with insurance. But I can't. Yeah, I think, I think that is because I, I couldn't drive home either. Yeah, so maybe that was, it wasn't just me being, um, wasn't just me being shit. I think it was to do with the insurance. So, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not very good at driving. I'm not very good at driving cars. Um, I, I don't like doing it. And cars suck, basically. Well, I mean, it's it's a funny story, and I mean, when you're talking about, I mean, maybe the, the last uh, story that I'd like to do is is just just because I posted it up earlier, and I don't know if you've seen it, uh, Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, you have. Oh, you have. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, it's it's just on Facebook. Um, a picture of of myself and uh, my mate Timo, and um, it was just a. I mean, we went to. I mean, Mark, Mark, obviously, I mean, we told the story last week of you, you know, absolutely failing at comedy and ruining your life, um, which, I, you know, all the listeners quite enjoyed. Can we be more um, specific and say stand-up comedy? Uh, I don't think I've failed at comedy in general. I'm a published author and I've now got a published a podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, but uh, just so you know, anyone could be a published author. I mean, I'll just write something, post it. I, I, you know, anyone can do it. No, I've got an actual book. It's available in paperback now on Amazon. That is the worst. I mean, apart apart from the one in my bathtub, that is the worst plug I've ever seen. Now, moving forward, when Mark failed at life, um, you latched on to shit jokes. Uh, then is you that, found the last. Can I just stop you there? I didn't latch on to shit jokes. 
you're my brother and I love you and you shouldn't put yourself down by giving yourself rubbish nicknames. <laughs> First dick. You found the world of Tim Vine and you started, you know, kind of copying your acts and copying your style from him. Maybe because, you know, you're, you're that miserable attempt at, at fame that you tried in front of Morning Sue and the Morning Crew, uh, Martin and Sue, sorry, and the Morning Crew, you, you did that voice, you know, and you did that kind of, you know, kind of light, fairy, very maybe homosexual kind of terms but he wasn't yeah and I, and I think maybe that's kind of why you latched onto Tim Vine at the start you know when he first started his career and he and it, it was your hero pretty much you know you, you absolutely loved his style of jokes I mean I you know the fact that he doesn't swear it's kind of similar to Harry Hill you know we like that kind of style of humor because kids can watch it as well as, yep. well as adults absolutely uh, very important uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and very slapstick as well, um, which is what we like. And, and you know, we've been to see him. I can't actually remember how many times now. How many times have been? Ten. How many? I want to say 10 times we've seen Tim Vine. Yeah, probably collectively. Quite, I mean, quite a lot of time. Um, actually, the best thing about this story that you're about to tell is, is the bit before it, because I'm pretty sure I bought you the tickets for Christmas. And it was that one that we went to in Kent. Oh God! And when we got there, and and again, it's not you know the people who know us. It's not a secret. We're big fat bastards, right? And also, and not not necessarily for Brad, but for me, I'm I'm quite tall as well. I'm six foot one. Brad, Brad's twenty seven inch leg. But we. Oh, why would you put that out on this? It's not. Look, listen, everyone, just very seriously, it's not a twenty seven inch leg. There we go. Yes, it is. This is so. There's that. Um, but as we, as we, even with a 27-inch leg, it's we, not we, fucking 20. As we got into the theatre, we were in kind of like the third row back, and the seats were so close together, we were basically wedged in like a car accident, and it was the most uncomfortable thing we've ever had in our life. Um, but even better than that is is the next bit of this story, which Brad's about to tell, because well, after you, the show. Yeah, it was, I mean, I was just about to say, thank God it was so funny because the, the, the humour and the laughter passed the, un, the unfortunate pain that there was stacked in our kneecaps and, and, of course, the legs. But after it, he'd done this opportunity. And I swear it was Palace Theatre in Southend, but maybe we're getting confused. But maybe that might be the oh, time. Oh, no, yeah, no, you're sorry. right. That was a different show. This was the Palace Theatre in Southend, yeah. Yeah, because it, we, saw, we drove past him before because we, we went for a curry, didn't we? And the, he was outside unloading his car. And we was like, Tim, Tim. And he didn't even look. We was like, oh, my God, I saw Tim unloading his car. Fucking ridiculous. But anyway, and the whole point of this is at the end of the show, he had a DVD um, that you could actually sign. Uh, well, he'll sign, obviously, for us. Uh, for, for... <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tim, here's a copy of your DVD. <laughs> here's, a, here's a copy of your DVD. Uh, I'm, an Olymp- I'm an Olympic torchbearer. Who gives a shit? Yeah, same as everyone else. Olympic torchbearer, published author, and uh, unofficial poet laureate. Uh, huge, egotistical, maniacal wanker. Uh, anyway, so we, we were obviously queuing up, uh, waiting to, to meet my friend Timo. And um, I believe it was a certain amount of money to get the DVD signed by him and to get a photograph. Now, bearing in mind, I've only kind of latched on to Tim because Mark's made me watch it throughout our time together. And I, I do like him a lot. I think he is great. He's probably probably one of my favourite comedians. But but to Mark, it's <laughs> so I'm starting to laugh. It's it's his hero, right? Because obviously uh, one of but yeah, but Bob Munkhouse is my other one, but he's not alive anymore. Okay, alive heroes. Um, yeah. 
So we're queuing up. Mark's getting a bit giddy, like, like he always does, like exactly the same as what he did at WrestleMania. You absolute embarrassment. When we're queuing up, and we can see the celebrity in front of us, and Mark's doing the thing that he does where he knows that people's looking at him, so he kind of acts a bit out of character. People will notice that. And there's a big thing that Mark does. And we're getting right up to the front, and there he is. You know, it's, it's Tim Vine. We're like, oh, my God, it's so exciting. Would you mind signing this? Yes, of course, signed it. What do you think of the show? The show was brilliant. Thank you so much. Would you like a photo? Yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> he didn't have he didn't have like a staff member to take a photo, so uh, he he was like, "Well, look, do you want you guys want to take the photo?" So I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> sorry, absolutely. I, you know, I'd love for you to take the photo." So um, Mark grabs the phone, loads it up. I stand next to Timo, my arm around him, bit bit nervous, but you know, hi, you know, how you doing? Thinking, oh, you know, this is great. Takes the photo. Tim there goes, <laughs> thank you. I didn't say, and I don't know why I said it, Mark. I really don't. I was like, thanks so much. Take care. See you later. I just walked out. Mark was like, what the fuck? Wait, where's my photo? And unfortunately, Mark and his hero couldn't get a photo together because I just got so nervous and built up at the time that we ended up walking out. So there are a couple of things from that. Number one is, and this isn't just to do with this story or indeed this podcast, but there's no one on earth who hates you more than I hate you. Uh, <laughs> and there never will be. The, the, the good news, you're absolutely right. Uh, you, you fucking mugged me up uh, when meeting my hero, Tim Vine, my favourite comedian, my favourite stand-up comedian. Um, I, I have actually got a picture of Tim Vine, but it was taken many years before that. Uh, I've got hair in the picture and everything. And that's, so does Tim. that's actually you in the picture, is it? Yeah, me and me and Tim both have hair at that stage. No, uh, I just I just thought it was half of you because it's quite a well, let's just say slim down photo of you. Yeah, I get that. Um, but and while we're up, we're up to a half an hour, so I'm probably going to bring it to a close in two seconds. But you're you you are the reason that my life is is incredibly difficult. You are the reason. Thank you. No, no, yeah. And that's the thing. Your your this podcast is going to be my way of being able to channel to the world how much of an annoying motherfucker you actually are. Because people will think, "Oh, Brad's adorable. Brad's great. Brad works for Odd Bob." No, um, Brad's not. I, I enjoy. Look, the way it is, I enjoy mugging you off. I mean, a very quick example is for my birthday, you you sent me over thirty pounds. Correct. You know, Absolutely, which I really appreciate, and, and thank you. Obviously, your birthday's tomorrow. What did I send you? £29.99. <laughs> and not just that. Not just that. The birthday card. I got a birthday card from Moonpig, uh, obviously, because you can't come around here at the moment because we're quarantined. You sent me a birthday card, and on the front it says, Happy birthday, bitch. And then it's got, in big letters, Mark, spelt with a K, which isn't how my name is spelled. Because you know that that's the most annoying thing in the whole world to me, and nothing annoys me more than people spelling my name wrong. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. How funny. I hate you so much. I know. I know. Uh, with that, that's, that brings us to an end of week two of He Ain't Heavy, uh, the Mark and Brad podcast. Thank you so much for those who have chosen to listen so far. Like and subscribe on whatever podcast app you use. If it's on Apple or if it's on Podbean or Android or 
or if you've got two cups and a bit of string and you're listening from different rooms, we can, we don't care. Uh, as long as you enjoy it, we're happy with that. Um, you know, this is week two. Uh, we'll have, please, please message us and let us know what you want to hear from week three. Thanks very much.